Welcome to the Confidence and Clarity Boost Session. This is where we're going to figure out where you're at on this life journey, and I'm going to help you make sure you get moving in the right direction with some clear action steps. So today we have Jenny on, and Jenny, welcome to the Clarity and Confidence Boost Session. Thank you. I am really excited to dive into this stuff today. Yeah, I'm so excited that you're here and you answered some questions for me and for us, the most people who are listening. So first, imagine six months from now, we're sitting down, we're having this conversation. Everything's gone really, really well for you. Like things have turned around. You've got great momentum in your life. What does that look like for you? And what does it feel like for you? Oh, I was thinking about this today. This is sort of like, as we go to the new year, I want to make this shift from everything active, like pushing a boulder up a hill to a more like passive, receptive life that feels really spacious and expansive. And I have like, I work from morning until night, like sometimes 10 PM is when I close my computer. And it's because I I tell myself, and this is true. I love my work, but I have not had balance for quite some time. And I'm missing out on things. I'm missing the time to write my novel. I'm missing the time to do art just for art's sake. So there's so much more of that. And the ability to sort of sit and not feel compelled to have to be doing something. So that is what I want six months from now and like forever. Okay. So you want to have time to work, to write your novel. And you had written down that you wanted way more downtime, that you're not always working. You want time for your family. So your family's not tiptoeing around you because you have to work. It looks relaxing, expansive, and easy. You get to indulge your spiritual practices every day instead of saying when you can squeeze them in. Does that still feel right? 100%. Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. What do you think is the biggest roadblock to your goals and growth so far up until today? Well, specifically related to this issue, I think that I have a a block or a belief that if I'm not working, I'm not valuable. So because I work for myself and because income fluctuates, COVID till now has been, you know, a learning process and a little bit of a struggle financially in for sometimes in some months. And therefore, how can I possibly do art when I'm not bringing in enough money? You know what I mean? So it, it's, it's that sort of relating my, my income is a measure of my worthiness and therefore how, how busy I am is a measure of my worthiness. And it's very hard to detach myself from that belief that it is okay to fill the well, to fill my cup, to take rest, because that makes me a better business person. I'm really hung up on that. Okay. To put the mask on you first. So You've got old ideas or limiting beliefs and the, the inner critic going, the negative self-talk. Yeah. If, if you're doing something else, like, who do you think you are doing this? Which is a bit of imposter syndrome and yeah. stuff like that. 
someone's going to see me and be like, yeah, I knew she didn't, didn't actually like people don't think I actually work as it is because I work for myself. Like, I love how they're like, well, you can get me from the airport. You're not busy. I'm very offended by the fact that most people in my, my, I know, I know, but that to me is a badge of honor, which proves to these people who don't think I really work that I am busy. So how can I be less busy without proving that I'm, I'm not really working. Right. Yeah. And, and who are you proving and who are you proving it to? (laughs) What a great question. Yeah. Yeah. So in phase one of this kind of journey, if you will, the symptoms are burnt out, somewhat jealous because you see others doing what you wish you were doing. And you're also scared. It's kind of a FOMO that life's passing you by and the inner critics going nonstop. And sometimes you feel like you don't fit in, you don't belong. So you might be somewhat there, maybe in between that and phase two, where you feel hopeful, you're building some momentum, and maybe you're working at silencing that inner critic and noticing the self-talk, which we'll talk about a little bit, okay? Feel a bit awkward, but realize you could have what it is that you're trying to get to. And I'll, I'll talk about that with you a little bit too. But there's some really clear action steps that you can take okay. to get to where it is that you do want to go. Wait, I can, and I, you don't have to take notes, by the way, I'm taking notes for you because out of everything you said that where you want to be is where your inner voice sounds nurturing, kind, and compassionate, which actually isn't as hard as it sounds. It's actually pretty easy. So to get there, there's some really easy action steps that you can start with. And one of the first one is to notice your negative self-talk. I think it's really interesting and just not worry about what anyone else thinks. And, and we've talked about this a lot, our Instagram lives and interviewing each other that, and notice, oh, why do I care what anyone else thinks? Nobody is really paying that much attention and getting clarity while you're noticing your thoughts and you're worried about what someone else thinks, that's a really good time to start journaling because that's something deeper. It might be, am I worried about what my mom thinks? Like who? Because that's something's going on there. They say if it's hysterical, it's historical, meaning if it hits really hard, it's something deeper. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so when it's something that really gets to you, that's like, oh, okay. This wasn't just, oh, that hurts my feelings or that's like a, uh, that's like, okay, pay attention, wake up. So journaling is the quickest and easiest way to get to that and journal by hand. Mm-hmm. Um, they say that's straight from the heart. If you go by hand, it's so much easier just to like sit there with the keyboard, but it doesn't get the same results. And you can write a question at the top of the page. What's really going on with me? I don't even get it. That's like the easiest, like simplest way. So that's one way you could take five minutes, close your eyes, set a timer and ask the question to the universe. What's going on? I don't even know what's going on right now. And then just be quiet for five minutes and concentrate on your in-breath and your out-breath and do a five minute meditation or breath work. Because when that stuff happens, we stop breathing Mm. (laughs) and we're not even aware of it. And so just breathing in and out, it helps. These are just, I'm trying to give you very simple ways to get clear Mm -hmm. right now. Also, this goes into limiting beliefs. And I can give you a whole bunch of questions to see the really simple questions, not like 
you can get really esoteric with some of this limiting belief stuff. And for me, it gets difficult. So maybe it doesn't for you, but I can give you really easy questions to say, to see if this is tapping into some of your limiting beliefs. There may be just blocks because we don't have to stay busy and you can create the life that you want. And the easiest way to do it is to close your eyes and visualize what do you want it to look like? What do you actually want it to look like? What, what brings you joy? Just lights you up. You don't need to do another program or to take another course or to listen to something else. I mean, you have to listen to our podcast, but you know what lights you up and you know exactly what you want your life to look like. You know you want a certain number of hours in the day clear. You know you want to write a certain number of hours in the day. And you know you don't need to look busy. And you know you want to travel a certain amount. Those are things that you wrote. In just a few sentences. That was all there. So you know you want all of that. And you know you like helping people. So if you write all that, and what do you want your day to actually look like? Do you want to watch TV? Do you want to be able to read? Do you want to be able to hike? Whatever it is. Do you want to work just four days a week? You actually can do those things. You just write it down. What do you want a day to look like? Not, I don't mean scheduled. I mean, what do you want it to look like? I'm only working four hours a day. Okay. But in that time, what is it that you're doing? And to look at people who are doing it and see how are they doing it? Because there's so many people that are doing that now. And you don't have to look busy because you just don't anymore. It used to be. That's really old school. I actually think the people that are working less area on a Huffington started with a, you need more sleep. That was a long time ago that people need more sleep. And now there's all the studies saying, yes, you need more sleep. It used to be a badge of how little sleep and how much you're working and everything else. Yeah. In the whole tech world, you have unlimited vacation, but nobody's using it. <laughs> like what? Yeah. I want unlimited vacation. Anyway, so these are just some of the action steps to get into that middle phase where you start initiating that positive momentum. Okay, so okay. I'll stop there and see what questions you have. I have fallen away from a journaling practice. I used to have one every single morning and I actually stopped doing it because I don't know if you and I were talking about this, but sometimes if you do that first thing in the morning, you feel like you've done your writing for the day. And I really want to spend some time every day working on my novel. So I stopped doing it so I could work on my novel, but I haven't really been consistently working on my novel. So why not go back to that? And ask, I think that asking those questions is so smart because you're right. I, I myself regularly say, if you don't want the life that they have, why do you let their opinion affect your life at all? I just need that reminder. I need to ask myself who I'm worried about caring what I'm doing. And it's mostly misunderstanding anyway. As you were talking, I was like, it really is that people just don't get what I do. So if they don't understand it, like who even cares? They don't get it and they don't even want to get it. And there's no point in me explaining. Let them continue to think that I'm always free to pick them up from the airport. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but that piece feels really valuable and like something I could start doing. Like I kind of want to hang up from this call and go journal. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, and then when you're in the phase, in that phase, that middle phase, you feel helpful and you're building momentum and you start silencing the inner critic and noticing that negative self-talk and, mm -hmm. and you start having self-compassion instead of beating yourself up. Mm -hmm. The self-love starts happening and, and you're a lot more intentional. 
you're taking passionate, purposeful steps, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Sure. And then you start getting clarity through your meditation and self-compassion. And when you're feeling any feelings, all those feelings, put your hand on your heart and say, this belongs. It doesn't matter what you're feeling. It's a really good tool for self-compassion, putting your hand on your heart and saying, this too belongs. Whatever resonates for you, that that works for me, this belongs. Mm-hmm. Instead of beating ourselves up, saying that. Because if you're feeling it, it belongs. It's part of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it passes. Like instead of trying to not feel, it, it helps that feeling just kind of wash through. And then we keep going. But at least you felt the feeling and, and can breathe into it. Again, it, it kind of helps those limiting beliefs go through you. And you end up a lot more confident. Like the confidence comes and it comes from the inside and then it starts radiating out. I had a whole conversation with somebody about like people that start getting, okay, I don't want to offend anybody. It gets a lot of cosmetic surgery here, but like that seems like a slippery slope for lack of, I'm using a legal term, but like people that start getting it become obsessed with at least people I know and keep getting it and getting it. And, and yet if you take care of your insides, it shows on the outsides. And so things like, affirmations. And I know it feels like an SNL skit, but looking in the mirror and saying, I love you. I'm great. I am the best writer. I, I know exactly so what, what SNL skit you're referring yeah. to. <laughs> and, and if you look in your eyes and say, I'm so grateful and thankful. I have so much time mm. to write and do the things that light me up and that I love in the mirror, into your eyes. The universe provides, I mean, everything just no matter what it is. And then you just start doing it. And you know that you have hours and hours free in the day because Mm -hmm. we have enough time for the things that we really want to do. We just go through life knowing we do. And it all just kind of unfolds that way. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yes, it definitely does. Okay. Okay, good. I'm not going to go into the final phase, but I will tell you that as you practice these and you keep going and where you end up is in that, that part where you wanted to get to (laughs) where you're empowered you're satisfied, grateful, living, confident, and fulfilled, and your path is clear and focused, and your inner voice is nurturing, kind, and compassionate. Gratitude help lists help a lot. Just writing really quick gratitude lists, it's a reminder about what to focus on. Mm-hmm. It just keeps your energy up. Yeah. Yeah. I had an experience, was it yesterday? I woke up with like a real lack vibe going on maybe it was Sunday. And I was like, this is not, I do not feel good in this place. Like, how can I get out of this place? And it was almost an accident. I was doing a tarot reading and like just journaling about what I was reading. And all of a sudden started thinking like, I can't believe this person offered me this. I can't believe this person's generosity. And suddenly it became a gratitude list. And suddenly I was like, so overflowing with all of this good, juicy energy and all of that lack just went away. I mean, I talk about gratitude a lot myself, but I was like, oh, this, this is the exact cure for that, that lack feeling that like, I don't have enough of this, or I want more of this just start talking about all of the ways that your life is already beautiful, man, that's powerful. Yeah. It's so good. Your vibration rises. It's one of the highest vibrational frequencies when you get into that gratitude. 
So it's so great. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for just like underscoring that point for me. Cause that is going to be a daily, like intentional daily practice. I think. Yay. Oh, I love that. So this was great. And I can't wait to see where you go to next. And, and as you move into the, you know, the middle phase, it'll be, it's just like a domino effect of you naturally going into the third phase to getting there. So I love that. Okay. Any further questions or anything? No, this was super I know, helpful. You're like, you're like frothing. You're like, no, I want to go journal. <laughs> yeah, I want to go journal. Hey, <laughs> okay. Well, if anybody listening wants to do a confidence and clarity boost session, just let me know. We'll figure out where you're at on this journey and I'll help to make sure you get moving in the right direction with some clear action steps too. Just go to the website and schedule your free session while they last. This is a temporary offering and they're filling up fast. Just go to 52weeksofhope.com and schedule yours right now. Jenny, thanks so much for doing this. Yeah, thank you, Lauren. This was fantastic. I appreciate it. Oh, good. Thanks.